Welcome to Boss Babies and Bottles, also known as B3, hosted by me, Jessica with a Y, where we talk about how to successfully run a business and capitalize on your strengths while joining motherhood, in my case, twin motherhood, and throwing some crazy shebangs along the way. So pop that bubbly or grab that glass of wine and get ready to unwind. Hey everyone, welcome to Boss Babies and Bottles. I love this episode so much because I really want to talk about how I redefined myself and how you babes can redefine yourself because there's always opportunity to change, there's always opportunity to get better, and sometimes I feel like we lack that initiative to redefine ourselves because it is scary. Um, so at the age of 25, from an outsider's perspective, one would say I was killing it. I had six figures in the bank. My office was number one in the nation. I was living the life on my little island, traveling three or four times a month. And yet internally, I wasn't happy. And then now I obviously realize that was my quarter life crisis. And, you know, there's a lot more to it. But I would even say I was depressed. And one of my good friends was like, you should go see a psychiatrist. And I was a little against it at first because I didn't had like, you know, the whole skepticism that comes with it. But I ended up going, I knew I didn't want to be on medication, so I didn't take anything. But at the end of the day, you know, I know that whatever was going to be best for me, my body was going to tell me what that was. Um, and so, you know, I was at a point where I was making myself sick, you know, so that I wouldn't have to go in to work. That's how miserable I was. My poor team in Puerto Rico, they ran everything. And I realized I was making myself sick because I felt fine until right before I had to go in. And it was terrible. At first, I was like, why am I getting so sick all the time, almost every day? And then it, and then it hit me. I was like, you're not. You're making yourself sick. You're giving yourself stomach pains. <laughs> And that's a really hard realization when you realize that you yourself are causing you pain. So I knew that I had to redefine myself. I began to journal a lot about who I was versus who I wanted to be. And journaling has always been a thing for me. I've probably I've journaled since I was in my early 20s. I love just kind of the way that it lets me express myself. Journaling has always allowed me to really express who I am um, in a way that just was very authentic. I could be me. It wasn't always 100% the truth of what I was writing in there. It wasn't always maybe my most valid feelings. But it allowed me to really just put down on paper my thoughts in that moment. And journaling has, again, always let me kind of do that uh, and work through my feelings, which is what I really like about it. So again, what I'm putting on there isn't always, sometimes I read back and I'm like, Jesus, Jessica, <laughs> you know, could you have not <laughs> said that a little bit better? It's not necessarily 100% how I'm feeling, but it is maybe almost in that moment and it just really kind of helps me work through it. And so I started to journal a lot who I was versus who I wanted to be and just naming characteristics about myself that I knew I was and being very honest with myself, which was a little hard, but when you're only doing it for yourself, I mean, there's, again, no one's judging you except for you, <laughs> versus who I wanted to be, and I would think about people that I wanted to be like, and so I already mentioned how I kind of invested in myself with the Tony Robbins programs, and other managers were going to these programs, and so I wanted to go too, 
And if you heard on episode two, then you know, you know, I started off with the smallest program, UPW, which is Unleashing the Power Within, did Date with Destiny, which I think is by far one of the best programs out there, and how those programs really kind of helped me, you know, evaluate and change my life, in my opinion, really for the better. And journaling, again, not only does Tony go through it, but I always did, and it helped me really reevaluate my goals too, as to what I wanted out of life. Because I think sometimes when you're in your 20s, and and, some, and it happens to everybody, I don't even think it has to be only in your 20s, you go through these phases in life where we're not 100% sure what our goals are anymore because we're just going through every day as if it was the same day. And, and we have nothing that we're working towards. And so it really helped me reevaluate what I wanted out of life. And what I wanted in my case was to be married and have a family by the age of 30-ish. So I knew I had to get moving because I was 25, 26, and I wanted to figure it all out. And, you know, when you think about it, you don't really have that much time. You know, if you want to try to be married and have a family by your 30s and you're 26, I'm like, okay, I have four years till I turn 30. I still have to meet someone. We still have to go through a process of dating. (laughs) We still have to get to go through a process of getting married. We still have to go through a process of actually being married and then actually getting pregnant and actually having a family. So if I wanted to accomplish this by a certain age, I knew I had to get moving. And again, everybody has their own goals. People say you can just go and enjoy your 20s, and you can, but if you have goals for your 30s, or you think your life is going to look a certain way by a certain age, then you have to start a little bit before that, because it doesn't just mysterious, that doesn't just magically happen. You don't just wake up one day into your goals just because you hit a certain age, and that's what you wanted by that age. So even though people say enjoy your 20s, you can, and I definitely did. I'm not even going to say I didn't, because I really did have a blast. There also needs to be purpose behind the age and the life that you're currently living if you want to hit a goal by a certain age. You know, when people say, I hear it all the time, I want to be a millionaire by whatever. I want to have this goal by whenever. And you give yourself an age for it, you have to work towards it. So there has to be purpose behind what you're doing in the current moment to get to that. And that's what I really think for a lot of people, your 20s can be for you, especially if you're in that age range. You know, you can create wealth in your future. And if you wait, there's nothing wrong with waiting But again, don't magically think that just because you hit an age, it's going to happen. You also need to create it. And so I know a lot of people who've hit a certain age and they're like, I'm not where I wanted to be. And I'm like, did you think about, and it's very normal for us to not be where I want to be. I mean, I I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to sit back and be like, oh my God, my life is perfect. This is exactly where I wanted to be. No, of course, there's always things that you can improve on and get better on. And there's things that even me, I've had to reevaluate my goals and see what I've wanted out of life. But I'm proud of where I've come because I really did hit the majority of my goals. And that's because I put purpose and intent behind those years, okay? While still having fun and enjoying the hell of life because that's exactly what I did. And I think it was awesome and I think everyone really can too. And again, I'm not, I say 20s and 30s. Some of you might be older, younger, whatever the case might be. But finding what your purpose is and working towards it. And if you gave yourself an age, that is fine. And put purpose behind then these years until you reach that age, right? So having a business was something that I always wanted to have, but having a business that was mine. Because working in Puerto Rico for the marketing company was great, but at the end of the day, it wasn't mine. I wanted something that was a little bit more mine, 
that would allow me the flexibility to schedule things the way I wanted to so that I could have the family life that I wanted to have one day. Something that I could build and get to the life I wanted. No cap on what I could earn. And also doing something that I love doing, right? And that's, and that's hard because sometimes we're good at certain things. Like you have to be good at something. You have to love it. And you have to be able to make money doing it, which is sometimes it's hard to find that combination. And some of us are very lucky, I think, to have found the passions, where, something where we can do all of these three things all together. And so that was really hard for me because I never really thought I was a creative you know, and being in this kind of industry, the wedding planning industry, there's a lot of creativity that goes into it. And it was nothing that I ever really thought I had. I thought my backbone, my background, even sometimes still to this day, I consider myself more of a, a business person, a salesperson, a, you know, marketing person. I consider myself more in that. And that's where my experience lies. But by going into this and allowing myself to be a creative, I've really opened up some doors that I didn't think I had. I didn't think, you know, open up some doors and just realize things about myself that I didn't really know I had. And so sometimes it's a little unorthodox, but at the end of the day, don't just put yourself in a box, which is, I think, what I did. You know, put yourself in, in different boxes and what do you love doing? What would you love to do? Is there a way for you to do what you love, be good at it, hopefully you're good at it, right? And that you can make the income or the life that you choose to make for yourself, you know? So finding that, and it's not necessarily one box, you know? Which I know all sounds pretty crazy. But these are all, at the end of the day, these were my goals. And so manifesting what I wanted is what's important. So I'm going to tell you kind of how I do it. And I put down kind of some steps to being a boss babe in your business and in your career. So number one for me is really becoming clear on what you want through journaling, through a vision board, through a life coach, through talking it out with someone. I don't really think it matters how you do it, but becoming clear on what you want, um, which the clarity portion could be the hardest part because once you become clear on what you want, then you go into step two, which in my opinion is you need to see it in your mind's eye. That's how you believe it, right? If you can envision it and know it's going to happen, then it's easier to manifest it, okay? And so going back to number one really quick, you're becoming clear on what you want and how you do that is up to you. And there's a lot of people, I mean, some, I mean I've seen people do these beautiful vision boards and they look at them every day and that helps them. Through journaling, I think, I think again, for me, that's super great. Through a life coach, um, you know, always having some extra support, I don't think is bad. You know, through talking it out with someone, I probably did all of these except for the vision board. I'm not sure why I don't think the vision board was ever something that called my attention. But something I do that I truly enjoy, and I've seen this before, I've seen other people do it, um, is write it down and then see it every day. So I've seen people do the crazy like stickies all over the place and that way every time they go into their bathroom or whatever, if you have your own private bathroom, then you can see these little stickies all over the place that have like not only words of affirmation to yourself, but it has your goals written down and all this kind of stuff. And again, it does the same thing as a vision board. It's just using more words. And I would also put it as the wallpaper on my cell phone and I still do. You know, the wallpaper on my cell phone always has a big significance for me as to what I need to be working on. 
Okay. And so every time to me, I don't open up anything more than my cell phone every single day. So I see my wallpaper all the time, a gazillion times a day, just like most of you, I am sure. So by having it on the wallpaper of my cell phone, I'm constantly reminded of what it is that I'm currently working on, you know? And so whatever it is that you do, I wouldn't even pick one method. I would pick two, three methods, whatever's going to work for you as a constant reminder, because it's going to happen. You know, we always talk about, you know, two steps forward, one step back. It was still one step forward though. You know, if you do the math on that and no, it's not something I recommend. I know that it's hard. I don't want to be like, I don't want somebody to tell me every single day. Well, at least I took two steps forward. And I took, but uh, this weekend I took one step back. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to do that every single time, but I wouldn't beat yourself up because at least you do still have that one step forward, but you need to have a constant reminder because you need to work harder towards your goals every single day. And if you have a constant reminder, it will help you. So I didn't journal every single day, but I'm pretty sure I journaled probably, if not every day, every other day, you know, plus I had my life coach, plus I was always talking it out with someone that I trusted that was higher up than me or what I would have considered higher up than me through my goals. And I got to a point where I could clearly see what my life was going to look like, you know, and I believed it. And I always envisioned that where I am now is exactly where I thought I would be. Now, I'm not specific in the sense where, you know, I could see the exact house that we bought or I can see you know, that I was going to end up wanting to, you know, pursue a passion project of a podcast or anything like that. But I knew that I was going to hit a certain level of success and I could see that in my mind's eye and I envisioned it. And the more you remind yourself of it, the more you believe it. And I know that sometimes that's the hardest part, but that is exactly how you manifest things into your life. And you write them down, like I just kind of talked about, through the journaling, through the vision board, as the background wallpaper on your cell phone, stickies all over the bathroom, anywhere you go, you need to see it multiple times a day. And so this takes you into step four, which is, again, number three was writing it down, but number four is making decisions every day to get you closer to who you want to become. It's easier said than done. I know that. Again, some days you'll take two steps forward. Some days you'll take one step back. It happens, but don't let it work hard at it, right? Make those decisions every single day to get you closer to who you want to become, okay? This is the hardest part, um, for sure. Once you have it clear, though, in your head, then every day after that is just taking those steps forward, taking those steps forward, and not doing that extra thing. So, for example, maybe today you can't go ahead and buy yourself that extra little sundress that you want, and that's okay, you know, you sometimes you don't need it. You know, some days you can't go get yourself that extra coffee or that coffee to begin with because you need to save it because it's going to create the wealth or it's going to help you create that, that side passion project. You need that money for that. You know, whatever the case may be, but every day you'll make a better decision for yourself and it becomes easier and easier as you do it. Okay. So again, my four steps at least on being a boss babe is Becoming clear on what you want, you need to see it in your mind's eye so you can believe it. You need to write it down, and then you need to make decisions every day to get you closer to who you want to become. As simple as that sounds, ladies, it works, okay? And that is so, 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 so important. A part of me felt bullied at my last job because I, the higher-ups didn't make me feel like, didn't make me feel like I was going to do well if I left, 
And because the thought I would, oh, the thought of what I would do after was so scary. I wasn't sure, I didn't have the confidence in myself at that moment to do anything but what I was doing. And a part of it had to do with, because I hadn't really done anything else. I graduated college and started working for this company right away. I had my experience at the karate school, but I also knew that I didn't want to have or own a karate school because it wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted. And so I felt almost in a sense trapped. And I think they knew that because that's how I kind of felt like I stayed a little bit longer than I should have because the thought of doing again anything else was scary because I wasn't sure, you know? But then the thought of I will succeed and that I don't know how to do anything, you know, like the thought that I would succeed prevailed finally, you know? My self-confidence was a little bit shot sometimes. And, you know, society tells us, go to, go to school, then get a job or a career, then get married, then buy a house, then save for retirement, have kids, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that, I mean, if that's the way of life that you want, then great. But if that's not what you want and you don't feel like you have to follow that societal norm, don't do it. Do what you want to do, you know? Go to school. I did that. Did I want to? Not necessarily. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't the number one fan of college, but I knew that I needed that piece of paper as a backbone, right? As like, all else fails, this is what I have, right? Then, yes, I got a job or I had a career. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm really good at this. I'm going to move over here. I'm going to make this successful. And I did. Then when I wasn't happy, I had to make a change, right? And I'm going to talk about that more in the next episode, how to kind of trust yourself to get things going, okay? Screw it, ladies. You don't have to do what society tells you to do, okay? You want to travel, you do it. You make your goals, you make it happen. You want to buy a property, you do it. You want to start a business or a side hustle, a passion project, you do it. Whatever your goals are, you manifest them for yourself, Okay. No one else is going to do it for you and no one else should do it for you because something I used to say all the time was prove them wrong. And that's what I feel like I've done. And it wasn't them as if them was a certain person per se, but anybody that was looking from the outside in that had said anything bad about me, I know can now look at me and be like, wow, she actually did do it. And I don't know who that was because I really don't know if anybody actually ever said anything about me, but I don't really care because at the end of the day, my goal and the way I felt about succeeding was going to, ha I was like, this is going to happen no matter what. And I didn't give myself an option. And when I came back from Puerto Rico, I didn't know what I was going to do exactly. I was like, I know I'm going back home. I know everything's changed. I have nowhere to live. I have no car. <laughs> I have nothing. I knew I was going to have bills because I was going to live on my own. And... I was a little bit scared about that. I had some money in the bank that I knew I could kind of sit back on for just a little bit. And I had started EBJ, though, knowing that I had to succeed because I didn't give myself another option. And this is what I was telling myself. I had to swim or swim. And I'm going to talk about this a lot. In next episode, like I said, I'm going to tell you how I kind of trusted my gut and came up with the swim or swim method. Because there's no sink or swim. You have to succeed. And sometimes you have to apply that pressure to yourself to really get to where you want to get to. 
okay? So I hope you ladies enjoyed today's episode on Boss Babies and Bottles. I cannot wait for the next one for you guys to hear all about my keys to success. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to chat with you guys soon. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our next episode and follow my craziness on Instagram at ebjevents and at canal.twins. I promise you, something's always happening.